Ayo, welcome to the David A Podcast, episode number four. I am so excited <laughs> um, that God's just continued to allow me to do this. I've gotten so much love lately on this, more than I really thought of, thought I could get. Um, initially, this was just kind of like something that I'm just going to sit down and just do it, and I'm just not going to worry about numbers, not going to worry about all of those different things, and so just to get the amount of love that I've been getting on it, I'm just so thankful, and God's been so gracious to me, and just so merciful to me that I'm, oh guys, it's just been so awesome, and I'm so excited to finally be doing this episode, <laughs> um, which if I could insert a drum roll, drum roll here, I would. Um, this episode is going to be about my testimony, my story, just kind of how God's redeemed me, um, and how he saved me. Yes, I'm 17. Um, people's stories come later in life. That's just for some people, but this story is a little different and I'm just, uh, I'm just really excited about it. If you know me, you know bits and pieces of my story. Some of you know my full story, like if you've sat down with me or we've, you know, been to summer camp together or gone to coffee, you know, a little bit of my story, but I'm so excited to finally tell the full version on here. Um, and hopefully give you some hope. I know that some people, um, we all go through things. We all go through such difficult times, especially lately. And sometimes we can lose hope in who God is and who God is to us and who God is to others. And, you know, his power, is he truly powerful? And so I just hope this story just kind of um, brings back that hope inside of you. Um, and I hope you really enjoy listening. Like this is just something to sit back to and listen to. I'm going to be talking about relationship advice, how to balance church with a relationship with God. Um, and again, my story and just God's grace. Um, if you don't know, my full name is Giovanna and I have a post about this on my Instagram too, but my name means God is gracious. And so that's just a big part of my story is that God has been so gracious to me. Like that was spoke o spoken over me at the beginning when I was first born. And so I just really want to show that to others that, um, you are who God has created you to be and he will not let you down. He will not fail you no matter what season of life you're going through. No matter who you are, no matter how far gone you are or how far gone you think you are or how far gone you think you were, God is still pursuing you and chasing after you no matter what. So I just want to bring that um, to the table today. So yeah, let's dive right into it. Um, oh, also little housekeeping news. Our next episode will be episode number five. It'll come out later this week, and it will be with none other than the Danielle Faraci, my mom. Um, she is just such a prayer warrior, one of my biggest role models. She is an amazing teacher, and I really hope by the end of that episode that you think she's just as amazing as I think she is. She's just awesome, and I really hope that you gain something from that. So, um, but that'll be our next episode. It'll be my very first guest. And from there, I hope to have like more consistent guests as well. So I'm super excited. Stay tuned for that. Um, again, it's going to be awesome. And I hope this just gives you peace to just like sit back and listen to something that gives you hope. Um, again, welcome to the day by day pod podcast with me taking life day by day. I'm just going to be sharing how God has one helped me to take life day by day and what taking life day by day has gotten me and how it's gotten me this far. So I feel like I have to start for, from the beginning with my story. Um, so I grew up in the church. I always have, like, I was dedicated at my church. If you don't know what that means, it's just kind of like, I actually don't really know what it is. 
I'm going to look that up. Next podcast, we're going to talk about it. But it's basically just like, you know, your parents dedicate you to God. And it usually happens at whatever church you're going to or your local church. And so that's where I've gone. I've gone to Southwest Church. And um, I kind of grew up in the church. I've been serving on our worship team since I was about nine. And I've just had some incredible opportunities to serve and just be there and help out with a lot of different areas of ministry. Um but besides that, I've gone, you know, I've gone to summer camps, done the whole thing. So I kind of have like, and I've always wondered, like, what if, you know, I was born as a non-believer, would I experience God in a different way? Would I experience him in a greater way? It's just always been on my mind. But besides that, this is who God made me to be. This is his story for me. So I can't change that. <laughs> and um, it's still exciting that God would even want to include me in his story. Um, and that he's continued to write my story no matter my mistakes. And so, um, yeah, I am going to my senior year of high school. I came to the Lord when I was 14. Um, I always knew him. I always went to summer camps. I kind of, you know, read my Bible here and there. And I think that I was definitely, definitely saved. I believed in God's presence. Um, but I hadn't given my life to him, which I think those are two very different things. And so at 14, I finally gave my life to him. Um, at, at summer camp, I was listening to Megan. I think her name is Megan Fate Marshman. I'm not really sure, but correct me if I'm wrong. Her name's Megan. Um, she was speaking at summer camp, my freshman year of high school. I was going into my freshman year of high school. And I finally just gave my life to the Lord. I just surrendered it and gave it to the Lord. Obviously, since then, there have been bumpy roads and hard decisions and things that have gone wrong. And I want to clarify now, um, if you're not a Christian listening to this, all Christians have sinned. You are not the only one. We are all sinners. We have all strayed so far away from God. It is unbelievable. Um... But that's why God sent his son to die for us, that you and me can be saved. And I think the title of this is just going to be God Saves the Unsavable. Because I think that that's what really hinders people from coming to the Lord, is that you think that you're unsavable. You think that, you know, I could never be even close to him because of what I've done. Won't he hold that against me? And I want to tell you right now, whether you're a Christian or not, he will not. Um, I was reading Genesis this morning. And there's just some crazy stuff that happens, guys. Like, like, it's just insane. Like, there's, oh, I can't even start. Like, even at church yesterday, we were talking, um, Pastor Tim, if Pastor Tim is listening to this, Pastor Tim is amazing. He's at Southwest Church. But he was talking about how um, David, David's an incredible um, poet, writer of the Bible. He basically, um, he basically raped someone else's wife and then killed her husband and then took her for himself and yet he still was chasing after God and was considered a Christian and one of the greatest writers of the Bible and some of you may be like okay what the heck is Christianity that sounds weird I don't want to be a part of that but it just goes to show that nothing that you can do can stray you too far away from God because even then David did repent afterwards and asked for God's forgiveness and he gained the favor of the Lord like even even the greatest people, greatest Christians that you may know have sinned, have strayed away, have done something that was terribly wrong, 
and yet God still saves us, still calls us his own, and still wants us to be with him um, in the end and in heaven. So yeah, that's just kind of like the basis of my story. Now let's get into specifics. <laughs> um, so, oh, I don't even know where to start. I think I served. Obviously, I served a lot. Um, I was doing worship in middle school from 6th to 8th grade. Um, doing different like leadership teams and doing worship um, throughout high school and I think my main like thing that God saved me from was I'm just gonna say it ladies and gentlemen boys like having a crush is not wrong having a boyfriend or girlfriend is not wrong but I think when you put your intentions in the wrong space for those people or you chase after people you know God deliberately said no about um I think that's when it starts to become a problem and so I was just really struggling with that and really fighting with that and not knowing where I belonged not knowing who I was doing anything for whether I was doing that for a boy whether I was doing that for the approval of my leaders that's who I was doing it for. I was not doing it for God. And so, so many different things happened. Um, guys, I feel like a lot, I've gotten my phone taken away. I've been grounded. I've had all the things and for just reasons, like I have made mistakes in my early high school years and middle school years as one does. Everybody goes through that. Um, and so finally in freshman year, God just kind of spoke to my heart and, I gave my life to him and no doubt, no doubt, I made so many mistakes along the way. I still fought with the idea of winning the affection of boys rather than God, um, chasing after boys rather than God, chasing after the approval, even of other girls um, rather than God, um, just kind of like flaunting myself, flaunting um, what I looked like so that I could get other people's approval. That was just my main hindrance like that's what held me back from truly experiencing God and so and thankfully I just had such gracious friends I just had like just amazing people that listened to me heard my ridiculous stories heard me you know cry and whine and just go crazy and I just had so so much grace around me that even like looking back now I'm just like that's incredible and I just want to speak to someone who if you feel like this is you, if you feel like, I don't feel like I belong, I don't feel like I have a place, and so I'm looking for that in substance abuse, boys, um, other people, my leaders, um, the way I look, the way other people talk about me, my grades even, those are all valid things, um, and things that there is no shame in that. And I want to begin with that because my story is something that is so beautifully written because it wasn't written by me. It was written by God. Um, but I want you to know that if you've been struggling with something that I've mentioned or that I've gone through, I want you to know that there is no shame in that, that even me as a Christian, I have gone through that. And um, that there's just no shame. You're, you're still accepted and loved here. And God still wants to win over your heart. Um, no matter how hard you fight, he will continue to win over your heart. So I just hope that speaks to someone today. I feel like this is a lot of stuff, like all the stuff I'm saying in my head, I'm like, ooh, this is controversial. Ooh, this is, mm, this might tweak someone's, you know. But I'm just going to say it, and I want to say it in the most gracious way possible. I don't want to say it with bitter bitterness. I don't want to say it with anger. I don't want to say it 
in a spirit that says I'm here to judge or condemn um, because I want I want people to see the grace of God and that's ultimately like one of the purposes of this podcast which I talked about in my welcome episode and so not and not only that but like God didn't want to show me my future. He doesn't show us our future for a reason. We go through the things that we go through for a reason, whether that's our mistake or just how God's orchestrated our lives, um, whether that's something that's happened to us or we've brought upon ourselves. Um, It all happens for a reason, and that's your story to tell and your story to hold on to and your story to grow from. And so I just want to really emphasize that um, to whoever is listening. But to continue... Um, that's just kind of what I went through. I went through a lot of, um, talking stages with boys. I never got into like serious relationships. Um, I really just degraded myself and put myself to a whole just lower level, um, of living because I was looking for this affection and approval from boys and other girls, like to just think I'm awesome. (laughs) Um, and so eventually that doesn't work out for me that did not work out for me quarantine happened um for some quarantine was the worst time of their life and for me it saved my life um I just had so many different encounters with Jesus I had so many different ways to just break apart from my old life to break apart from you know being around boys all the time at school and from just being in those different atmospheres that were not helping me grow and quarantine allowed me to do things to just make a routine so every week I listened to a podcast probably for about an hour every week for a year and a half I did that and that's ultimately what's allowed me to make this podcast is I've had experience listening to those and I've put in the time and the work um and God has allowed me that time to put in the work and the effort and so ultimately quarantine just really like woke me up and even during quarantine like I still struggled I still struggled with winning that approval over of others constantly you guys and it's like it's like you're a slave to it like you're just it's just it holds you back so much and so finally um I don't really know when the switch was really hmm I think about a year, about a year ago, actually. So I kind of still struggled with that a year and a half ago. And then um, I got more involved with worship at my church. We got a new worship pastor. And I just like, God just kept calling my name. Like I was already saved at 14, but even during quarantine and after that, God just kept calling my name, just kept tugging on my heart, giving me different experiences to where I just wanted to be closer and closer to him and separating those things in my life that were distracting me from him. So for instance, boys, um, and not even just boys, the wrong boys, um, the wrong friends, the, the people that he knew would hold me back. Right. And so Finally, I, um, in about January, the end of January, I got super sick. Um, I woke up one night with, uh, shivers and I couldn't walk without assistance. My whole upper body was tense and could not move. Um, just like throwing up and, oh my goodness, you guys, it was just the worst. It was, 
it was a really hard, I mean, that night in particular was the beginning of something I didn't, I didn't even realize. Um, and so obviously we got a COVID test because COVID was going on. Wasn't COVID, wasn't COVID, wasn't COVID. And then it progressively got worse from there. So from there, um, after, um, so I woke up with those, I've had four of those episodes, um, during that like five to six month period, period, this is in 2021. And, um, I was still serving at church consistently. I was even still working out, you guys. I don't even understand why I did that. Um, In the midst of that, I was also taking an AP course and, like, doing online school. And so that night that I got sick, um, I was just, like, in the shower. We were just trying to, like, calm my body down. And I just, I was actually supposed to, I was scheduled to worship the next day. And we had outside services, so I was doing it outside as well. And it was, you know... And so I just started singing, um, what's that song? It's called Champion. And I just started just lightly humming it. And I just prayed. I just remember this prayer so vividly was just like, God, just heal me. Like, I have no idea what's going on right now. I've never experienced something like that, but please heal me. Um, that didn't happen for another four months. Um, and I feel like, um, Anyways, I'm, I need to just go through the story one at a time so that I <laughs> can finally reveal the end. But um, that happened at the end of fe- uh, January. And then around March, you know, I still... So basically, like, I had um, greasy hair. My knees were in so much pain that sometimes I would fall down. Um, and my feet, like, my joints were just in so much pain. So we thought it was, like, arthritis, rheumatoid arth- arthritis. We went to a doctor. They kind of told me no. And we thought it was some kind of cancer. Um, Thankfully, that was not the case, but it definitely was a scary time, Um, at least for me. I had swollen hands. I couldn't wear my rings anymore. Swollen feet. Couldn't even put my own shoes on. Couldn't button my own pants. Sometimes couldn't even put on my own, um, like, shirts and dresses and stuff like that. I had had to have help. And when I would have those episodes, I couldn't walk um, without assistance. And so sometimes, like, when I was on, on stage, like... Um, at worship, I would just be in so, so, so much pain, um, just because of whatever was going on inside my body. I think it was caused by mainly stress and just, I, I honestly, no one knows. The doctors never found out. I was taking weekly tests, um, drawing blood, going to Linda, uh, Loma Linda for hospital or not hospital, um, doctor like checkups. And so that was kind of like my life for four months. Um, like, my hair was just, even my hair was like shedding, like getting so thin and my hair was greasy and, um, I just had that swelling for so long. My temples were swelling up. My throat would swell up to where it was hard to swallow. Um, I would like sleep for upwards of 10 hours and then throughout the day take naps. I'm not a nap person. Um, but this, whatever was going on inside my body was just killing. It was really affecting me. Um, and so we went through just so many, what, what could this be? What could this be? Um, and eventually the end of the story is basically that God healed me. And so even though God has been just chasing after my heart, pursuing me for so, 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 so long, um, that was ultimately the point where I realized how much, how much he had a hand in my life. And one, he healed me, um, just like miraculously really, like it just kind of like gradually just went away and I haven't had symptoms in the past year and a half guys, year and a half. Um, I've been really trying to like take care of myself and 
but he was just so gracious to even do that. We don't even know what happened to me, but that's just a little bit of my story. Um, again, just constantly, 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 no matter what it was, whether I was, um, wanting approval from my singing abilities or worshiping, whether I wanted approval from, um, boys or wanted approval of my leaders or just my friends that weren't good for me, any of those things, or like even anxiety too, like just giving into my anxiety, which I'm still working on to this day. Um, he just continued to just call my name, pursue me and pursue me and pursue me. And finally, um, last year, I met my boyfriend who I've been dating for about a year now and he also is a big part of my story. Um, I met him Ooh. I met him about the time that I was healing. I was pretty much done with my sickness. Um God had completely healed me um out of his graciousness and so I met my boyfriend and um I've never really had like a serious boyfriend. Obviously, I just kind of had those talking situations and just being with people I shouldn't. And so, um, my boyfriend it, believes in Jesus. He's a Christian. And so I met him at church through a mutual friend. Um, and at first I didn't, you know, I was still in that mindset of like, Oh, you know, whatever. Like he's, he's cute. <laughs> um, and eventually I, you know, at the beginning, I really just, like, forced myself to just be in prayer and just to go to God and to just, like, ask him what to do, um, and we started dating, and he has been the most tangible evidence of love, um, in my life, um, aside from my parents, like, my parents have just given me such unconditional love no matter what, shout out to my parents, um, but he has just loved me unconditionally, so graciously, um, he loves others so unconditionally and graciously, like, he doesn't believe that he has enough patience for other people, but I truly think he does, like, he's just so sweet to other people, he, he's so sweet to, especially, like, kids and people of the older generation, um, <laughs> he's just so sweet to them, and he's been so sweet to my family, um, and he's just, he's just really amazing, and I think God put him in my life at just the perfect time, um, he knew I needed someone to show me what love is like, and honestly, and this isn't the case for everyone, um, but he really showed me what Jesus's love is like for me, um, and so that kind of, like, pushed me even further to Jesus, and ladies, that's what you need. If your man is not pushing you closer to Jesus, whether he knows it or not, you already know the answer to that one. It's probably not gonna work out, but, um, he just continuously showed me that I, I deserve to be loved, um, that God does love me and that God loves who I am, what I look like, and that should be enough. Right. And so that kind of like totally shifted my mindset on who I am and what I'm capable of doing. And he was ultimately like, he's been so awesome with me starting this podcast like, I feel so free and just able to, and he's listened to every single one of them, guys. Shout out to my boyfriend. Um, but ultimately, like, these different things in my life that have happened up until this point, day by day by day, you never know what one day could do um, to the next month, week, year, years of your life, decade of your life. And so that's just kind of like the inspiration for this podcast is that God has worked in my life in days, like one day has changed the 
trajectory of, you know, my life or my next year or my next season of life. And that, and every single time it's pulled me closer and closer to him. And I think that that's just such, that's just who he is, right guys? Like he's just so gracious. He, I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to be on this earth. I don't deserve to have, um, access to the certain things that I do in where I live and just the family that I have. I don't deserve any of those things. And yet he still gives it to me. Even when I sin daily, he doesn't take those things away from me. He just continues to love me and to just be there for me. And this is kind of like a sensitive topic, I feel like, because, Um, we all have some sort of bitterness towards God and I just want to speak to whoever is listening to this. Um, if there is a part of your life that you feel as if God has just not brought redemption to it, as if it's been forgotten about, God has not forgotten about you. There are so many characters in the Bible that have had to wait so long for so many promises to come to fruition. And I just want to let you know, whether you are a believer or not, God will um, work it all out for your good and not just for your good, um, for his will. And so I just want to encourage someone today that that's who God is. That's his character. That's his character in my life. Um, No matter how many times I messed up or went back to something that I told him I would never go back to and that I would totally focus on him, he has consistently said, come back, my child. I love you. And if you feel like that's not who God is to you right now, I promise you, if you run to him, he has his arms stretched wide for you and he will meet you where you are. And how do I know this? Okay, I'm going to quote Alex Sanchez. Sub Alex, I don't know if he's listening to this, but I've quoted a lot of people so far. Sorry. Um, God has never in the history of mankind let man down. He has never in the history of mankind let man down. And if you read the Bible, you will see this as well. He will never let you down. Whether you feel as if he's letting you down right now, know this, that he still loves you. He still wants you. He still calls you child. And I see this in my own story that he has still called me child and still called after me no matter how far away I've strayed, no matter how far I have pushed him away, no matter how far I've said, God, I can control this because I'm a control freak and I need to do it on my own. He has consistently pulled me back and said, hey, hey, I am God and I will take care of you and I want you as my child and to be with me forever. And so that's just a little bit more of my story and who I am. Um, Obviously, there are so many things Like, I just want to communicate this in the best way possible. And so I just really hope this brought you some sort of hope. Um, I want to be as real as possible. I want to break down the barriers of who Christians are, who we are, and why we believe in Jesus. And just take life day by day with you guys. Um, And to just be that person for you. Um, I love you guys so much. I promised myself I wouldn't tell you this to the podcast. Sorry, just pretend I'm not saying that. That was cringy. But, um... Whenever I, like, do this podcast, I think of, like, specific people in my mind, like, okay, who's listening to this? Like, would it be this person or this person? And just know that, like, I'm thinking of every single one of you as I am um, recording this because God has sent me on a mission to be the light of Jesus, right? That's, That's our call as Christians, and I want to live that out to the max of my, you know, capabilities and so I just want to be that person for you and to be that comforting um, person if you um, 
really enjoy this podcast make sure to just follow and to just continue um to keep up with the day-by-day podcast i'm praying for you all this is the day-by-day podcast with me Gigi Faraci. i hope you enjoyed this podcast episode i am so excited for future podcast episodes and i really hope you enjoyed listening have an amazing day whatever day you're listening to this on jesus loves you and so do i peace out